It's a new day and a new stream of thought. And on episode number 63, we have something special going on. Part two of the long-awaited interview with Mike and Greg. Uh, We have a double take. We had taped the first episode with Ron in Second City, and we decided, hey, Mike and Greg were around, and we got a chance to talk to them, pick up where uh, where we left off, and it's it's a really fun interview. And in case, for those who do not know, we sat with Mike and Greg uh, a couple months ago. Episode number 40 was our first episode with them. So if you're unfamiliar, go back and listen to that. You don't have to. You can dive straight into this one. It doesn't really matter, but in case you're wondering what we're talking about or what references we make, episode number 40 is the episode that they were last in but mike and greg are twin brothers from new york who moved to chicago in pursuit of acting i had met greg in my acting lab course at second city mike is now enrolled in the program for those who do not recall it is a six-month program that you have to audition for uh for acting so without further ado here's episode number 63 part two with mike and greg cody we hope you enjoy So when I use my laptop, I just go ahead and connect it Facebook, to the data Twitter, Google, SMS. Well, I tried all of those, and they're not giving me an answer. Oh, so. are you trying to connect to the Wi-Fi? <laughs> Dude, it's such a pain in the ass. Oh, my God. Yeah, this Wi-Fi is so absurd. Sucks. Yeah, error opening page. Okay, connect with Google Plus. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to exit and you our, out and make you restart again. And our episode with Greg and Mike begins with Rick's bitching about the Wi-Fi. <laughs> this is, it's ridiculous. There's no easy way to... to to log in. You need Wi-Fi to connect to Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> oh, do I want to use without internet? No, that's why I'm on the internet page. Okay, I'm giving up. Just, no, we're, we're, we're done. Take it we're down. Done. We'll let you on Wi-Fi, but you can't, can't. use the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to spend 30 minutes trying to go in this roundabout. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So the last time we... Yeah, we're back for part guys, two. I can't remember exactly when it was. Episode 40. It was, yeah, it was 22 episodes ago. But I don't recall wow. what time frame that was. Well, that would have been um, if, you divide, November, if you divide yeah, by two, early 11, after, 11 weeks ago. It was after so. a couple of things of sabotage. A couple of shows of yeah. sabotage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so maybe in November. Two, three, November. almost three months ago. Yeah. I want to say. So, yeah. Should we November. continue to calculate or should we just go into it? No. We'll go, go into it, man. So, You're leading the conversation. Yeah. Go for so, it. So, let's see. We last saw you a few months ago. We had a riot with some of the stories before we go into stories what have you guys been up to um i just started uh an acting lab yeah. so we're on our second week fourth class and we just did our scenes today for the first time like in front of everybody for okay. the first time did you guys get started yet on the uh on the giant chorus monologue yeah, for the Antigone yeah. To the, <laughs> no, the greatest yeah the Greek the thing Greek um, he's we're really, like we're he's really your bad. monologue I mean you're oh uh, yeah yeah I'm doing um, oh, uh, the sweater with the rose and cliff yeah yeah the one you did with Brenna okay but cool. it's like yeah, wait really where you were bathed in light it's way is different the, just their characters no, different. Oh, wow. their well characters I don't know I don't understand how it can be different how is the scene different the characters are the same play she doesn't really play you've already seen it did you see it well no I like worked on it okay she plays like a real mousy, like kind of like yeah. afraid kind of girl, like real to herself. And I'm, I just play a dude from Joyzy, or from who's yeah, from Joyzy? <laughs> uh, Alicia Wakefield. She's good. We Not got it. Yet. We like nailed it down today. That's and, good. Like, everybody laughed like real hard at the uh, the unk. If my aunt had balls, she'd be my aunt. Oh yeah, that whole. So like, it was good to like get to know what parts they laugh at. Yeah, so it was cool. That's cool. And what about you? Greg. <laughs> what about you? Just chilling, man. You anonymous yeah. ghost in the corner. We just, got, we just got back from New York. Uh, we went home for like almost 10 days or a week. That was nice. Was the train ride more pleasant than the last? No, dude. It was, it was terrible. <laughs> it wasn't as bad. We, it, was four, it was like four hours late, so we didn't get on until three in the morning. And then <laughs> I was four sitting. Four hours? Yeah. How, how does that work? And we were like, we like, you know, we drink beforehand to be able to sleep <laughs> on the train. You're like, and wow, then, like, we're really I fell sick with my sisters, and I was like, and by the time we got to the train, I was like, I'm barely drunk anymore. I was like, this is going to be so crappy. And then uh, the whole train ride was like 100 degrees, and I was sitting on the window where the heater is. And it was so hot that it was, like, burning my leg and my arm. So I had to put all my, like, my coat and my sweater, like, on the armchair. Because like, even the armchair was, like, making me so hot. I was just, it was just the most miserable train ride for sure. I think I slept, like, three hours. And it wasn't until, like, six in the morning. <laughs> Sounds like a megabus trip. Across the country. Yeah. Why don't you guys, worst. I remember you guys said, like, you're 
okay flying, but you'd rather do the train? I just don't like it. <laughs> it's just a too small. Yeah, it's, yeah. And planes shouldn't be in the air. It's messed up. It's unnatural. Flying is for birds, not for people. <laughs> That's pretty pretty funny. So, okay, so you're doing the, the lab uh, right now. And I would gotta ask because like I when we started it, because we got the material before the class yeah, started. Yeah. And me, I'm always like, shit. I hope I got this down. I hope I got this down. Did you feel the same when you were doing it in front of the class? Did you feel like okay, I got under control? Um, this time was the first time we watched each other do it, and we have two more classes to run it. But we we like had it nailed down pretty okay. much pretty much all, all today. And then he's like, just keep on going with it. He's like, do more. Yeah. But. I'm surprised that on the fourth class, like, we got it down. Okay. So, it's like, usually we have eight weeks, and, like, it, it's, like, lackadaisical, yeah. but um, we only came, came in early once today, and we only, we've only worked the scenes in two classes. Um, but that one, it's such a ping-pong scene. It's so back and forth that it's kind of easy to to read off of the yeah. lines and, and, like, know what you have to say. I was always just, like, once I got the lines down, I'm like, yes, and then yeah. I get down the character, I'm like, yes, and then, like... The next class is like, all right, new shit. And I'm like, fuck, yeah. man, I just got this down. <laughs> and now we got to do new stuff. And then that would, like, I got it down. And then new, like, a I know. new material. I'm going to be sad when this uh, one's over because I like working the scene. Yeah. But that does help you, like, I mean, he even says, he's like, you need to get there sooner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, you need to be there by, like, the second class so that you have, whatever, three more classes to, like, do it the best you've done it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I never do that. <laughs> I always took until like the last time Dude, to be like that's how perfect. I was too. I was the like first time way. we ran it, Alicia knew her lines. She didn't even look at the script, and I was like, I "Just, uh, I just started reading yeah. this thing." <laughs> I feel like everyone does get like exponentially better like every time, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they like just jump forward. Everybody's impressive today. Uh, we were talking to Ron, with Ron, and uh, we were talking about like stuff that he wants to like do in the new year, like with acting and everything have you started like looking at backstage or actors access or like trying to do like shows or what i look at actors access pretty much every week i haven't applied to anything in a while gotta, it um, helps if you apply i gotta go on <laughs> <laughs> yeah i gotta go on backstage i heard that's pretty good joss was telling me that she got something that pays like 200 bucks just did well or she got the audition yeah yeah she didn't get the part yet i don't think that's cool yeah something can pay pretty well but you you pay for backstage? It's like something. No, well, it's annual, so it's like yeah. 60 or 100 bucks, whatever it is. But then you won't, so you can play <laughs> a little as much more as than you that. Want. Yeah, it, well, really? no, Ron was telling us, because like I, I signed up for it back in June, and I think I only paid $100. I think there's like, a promotion. Like for the first then. year, it's like 100 bucks or something weird like that. But Ron was saying how, like, when he signed up for it, it was like, pay, you know, $149 or like, Twelve fifty a month. He's like, oh, well, I could do that. And he signs up, and then the next day he says, like, what the fuck? Like, I had all this money missing from my account. And he contacted them. He's like, oh no, like we're just saying, like, it's one hundred fifty bucks. But like to help you, help your brain wrap around how expensive oh, it is. Well, we tell you it comes out <laughs> yeah. to be on average twelve fifty. He's like, well, fuck me. I don't Can have I? that money. I don't know what's going right on. Yeah. So like, well, what do you want to do? You want to do it? So I think he did like a month for free, and then he's like, yeah, like I'm not gonna do this until I have. The money to spend yeah. on it, yeah. I remember him talking about that. Because that, that expense hits you, and you're like, oh, I was not anticipating that. Yep. yep. Uh, Actors' access can add up, though, because it's two bucks a roll. But you, then, you can't do, like, a lump sum uh, membership or something? Maybe. I'm not, I don't yeah, know. it does add I've up. always done the two bucks okay. per roll, which, I mean, you apply for three rolls, and it's already six bucks, and that's only, like, one week. Yeah. I used to try to apply for, like, a few a week. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that, that, is that kind that of the industry though, where you like, in order to make no. it, you have to spend no. money you in some form or another, like, like backstage <laughs> or something like, like even Second City though. Yeah. I mean, like, do you have to like invest money in order to make it in this industry? Like, you you got to have some cred, right? So, like, Second City for a lot of people, but could I mean, somebody with sometimes... no money and just ambition be able to like make it, or is I it going to be a it's... super uphill climb? I mean, the education, obviously, is an investment, but I don't know. I, I mean, mean, you shouldn't have to... I don't, actors access is because we don't have agents. If I had an agent, I probably wouldn't put them on there. You know? right. Yeah, but how do you yeah. get an agent other than, like, exposure in some sort of finance Well, like, okay, so for example, like, okay, so for example, if you reach out, like, if we tried to reach out to an agent right now, give him my headshot, give him my resume, right? 
and by that he's like, okay, this is what he looks like. He's done this type of stuff. He takes this somewhat seriously, right? I'll spend time on trying to get this person yeah. work. But if you're not, st- if you don't have any knowledge on how anything works, like you may not know that you should your headshots eight by ten, and if you print it out on an eight and eleven, eight and a half by eleven piece of paper, you're going to look like an idiot. So you need to format it so that you can trim off the edges so that eight by ten can be glued, or just have it. Uh, yeah, if you get a have print the printer company yeah. print it on the back of your eight by eight by ten photo. Also, know that like black and white headshots are a thing of the past. Now you should be yeah. doing it. Cut. Like there's so there's things that you learn in the classroom that you're spending money on this class to learn that save you so much time learning on your. But own. it sounds like it would take money to even get the headshots. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, I mean it, it sounds yeah. like there's always going to be I some mean, sort of like anything. Based invest- it's anything that like, you have to spend money to. Ma- I mean that's why they say you got to spend money to make money. Like if you're gonna start a franchise, you know what I'm saying? The McDonald's me, though, because you know you think about this podcast, right? I mean, like even even our podcast, which we're not generating any revenue from it, but we're sp- still spending what like fourteen dollars a month on Podbean, yeah. right? So it's like. Is there always going to be that threshold cost, or could like some homeless guy off the street be able to make it, I mean, or is he going to need some not, sort of cash? I don't in his think it's necessarily like spending. Mm, it's not necessarily like I'm spending money on the, this thing. Like you have to invest something, time, yeah. and money. Money is the most. Yeah, no matter what. It's yeah, but like, is, going to be is money like a threshold? Like yeah. you, you have to have money on some level. You right? could do money to do anything, and money is the I most popular so commodity. With I mean, you see YouTube channels that have existed just with their like webcam like they cost them nothing and they were able to become millionaires based off well of take hillary swank she when she was a kid her mom knew she wa- they had nothing like literally no money and her mom knew she wanted to be an actress and she was really really young and they drove out to la and they lived in her mom's car like for months and then eventually she started like getting roles and then it just like took off from there so yeah like i guess in that sense they didn't pay for agents or anything for a while yeah, but I feel like those instances are like few and far between. Like you gotta like the more money you invest in your career, well, like, like the farther you're yeah, as opposed to just like quality talent, right? Okay, so like PewDiePie, like he, at one point he spent money to get a camera instead of recording through the webcam or like an iPhone that people do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. So to answer your question, yes, you do need but, to eventually spend money on things. Yeah, but that was only after there was like financial incentive for him to do so like he was just being himself without actually investing any more any more money than he had like or equipment that he already had well like, like he was just people using can what do, he had like say plays in high school and it doesn't cost them any money but after a while it's probably a good idea to like spend money on a class yeah but learn we're, just, we're talking about the professional industry though like yeah. like actually trying to get noticed on a if not a regional level, then a national level. Well, there's like, like there's like Danny goal. Trejo who was in jail forever, and then like found God, and then all of a sudden just became this like demand for a badass in like every movie, and that's and he he never spent anything trying to be an actor, you know. But then there's people who go to Juilliard and spend crap tons of money. But then there's like good, like awesome actors that come out of there. Well, I was thinking yeah. like you, you think about somebody like. Uh, who is it? The the guy who plays uh, Falcon in the Marvel's Avengers movie. I can't remember um, his name, but he was Juilliard. Um, yeah. But he was he was on uh, Chris Hardwick, um, and I actually found him kind of an asshole, totally <laughs> honest. like very very full of himself. But regardless, like he was oh, talking about, he was is talking, he the one with the bow and arrow? He, he was no, Falcon. Falcon. He's got the wings. He Which flies. is Jeremy, Jeremy Renner? Renner. Is, Jer- is, Jeremy Renner. I like Jeremy. He's Renner. Night, he's uh, What's he called? It's the guy with the bone arrow with the, the leather suit. Nightwing? Yes. Okay. Nightwing? Yeah. Yes. I don't know who Falcon is. When you said that, I thought to myself, like, we both know I have no idea who Falcon is, <laughs> and I have a very minimal education on Marvel. But okay, go ahead. But, yeah, so, I mean, somebody like him who has gone through the proper channels, right, he, is, he has had the finest education. He has yeah. had the, you know, no expense spared in getting him, like, the quality. And he plays a supporting role in a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Like, and then you have some, some people who are just discovered... I'm thinking, um, I don't know. There, there are so many actors who just end up getting discovered without yeah, actually, you, you know, doing the, doing I mean, the stand-up actually clubs actually, that's kind of like funny. That. Like, like Falcon Evangeline Lilly, who's going to be the, the Wasp now. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. She, she, she went to, like, university in Canada, and she only did, like, acting. She was an extra just to pay for school. And it was sort of like a, she did it not because she's like, I want to be an actress sometimes. She's like, this is just a paycheck so I can pay school. And it helped her, like, get out of her shell. So she's like, I'm test- she just wanted to, like, test herself, mm-hmm. like, psychologically and emotionally. And then 
all of a sudden she's an extra on all these uh, shows, and then somebody was just like, do you want to audition for Lost? And she did the audition, and then they were like, we totally want you. And she's like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And she had to like think about it. She's like, do I want to make a career out of this or should I say no mm. and then the whole I guess the whole first season of Lost she did not know like none, nothing she was doing she was like prepared for so they just like threw her in the ocean and I think like, Jennifer Go. Lawrence was the same way where like she figured out how to be, yeah. how to be an actress yeah. while you're on the set yeah. doing the actual yeah, job see that, right. as opposed to like having any formal training yeah. so to answer your question no, it's not 100% necessary, it's but not, it's like it roulette. makes me feel better knowing that I've done, cla- I've done yeah. classed, classes and, like, because there's no it, way... It greases the wheels to, yes, like, future exactly. success. There's no way I would know what I'm doing if I not, had I not taken classes and, like, kind of had some direction on what to do and mm-hmm. what not to do. Yeah. It also, uh, you can, I mean, it's also dependent on the actor, too. Yeah. For the person, because, you know, how they compare, like, American actors to, like, European <laughs> actors. There's, like, celebrities to... Like artists, professionals, because mm, yeah, yeah. they all like go to school and like they pay for it because they love the art form. Yeah, and then they want to go into like movies or theater. A lot of people in America get like noticed, and then they're a celebrity. I mean, the late, yeah, the late Sam Shepard. He, he didn't. I don't think he went to school for a while, but he grew up traveling to army bases with his dad. So he would just sit on bases and like write screenplays and stuff, and that's like where all those awesome screenplays mm-hmm. came from, which is insane. Mm. Yeah, he was cool. I love how we all just take a moment right now to drink some water. <laughs> water break. Yeah. With um, the whistle. <laughs> so, filming on, going back to when you guys were in New York, you have your friends and family there. Did you guys just hang out and just chill, or did you guys get a little rowdy with your friends from high school? Like, what, um, what happened yeah, with New York during the, the holidays? All the above. All of the above. Yeah. Every Christmas, well, at least for the past. Yeah, what are your traditional uh, things that you do with your family or your friends? Um, So we wake up in the morning. Cottage wings. Well, cottage wings, yeah. But Christmas Day, we wake up in the morning, we have Bailey's and coffee um, or whiskey or something, eggnog and whiskey, open presents and shit. And for the past two years, let's see. Two or three years ago, we got shotguns for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, then the next year, we got shotguns. Yeah, we asked my right. mom for shotguns. That's all I wanted. So we got shotguns. The year after that, we got rifles and we yeah, shoot like, your eye out. We and we live we live within like a <laughs> mixes mile well with the Baileys, right? And we live in a residential neighborhood. We were, my mom lives on a private drive, so like uh, neighbors are close. And for the past two years, this is the one year we had we didn't do it, but we shot the guns off off our back porch. Mm-hmm. So I was just like. It. We looked, I looked at my stepbrother and we're like, let's do it. Yeah. My mom didn't like that. So we were going to do it this year because I just got like a uh, uh, scope put on my rifle. Uh-huh. And I was like, fuck it, we're just going to do it. We had all been drinking like for the whole day. <laughs> and we come downstairs. My stepdad's setting up uh, bottles outside on the, on the lawn. And my mom just like just, like catches me walking through the kitchen with my gun. She's just like, nope. I was just like, oh, come like, on. Are you serious? She's like, nope. She's like, it's illegal and you guys have been drinking. We're just like, we do it every year. Like She's like, there's kids here. She's like, there's a baby. Yeah, She's like, you can't shoot off the cannons. That's probably a good idea if yeah. she did that. We, uh, when I yeah. was living in Indiana, my friend, we went to go shooting guns, and I asked him, I'm like, oh, how'd you get this gun? And he's like, oh, I got it for my birthday. I'm like, oh, cool. He's like, yep, got it for my eighth birthday. <laughs> I was like, what? Yep, had this gun for about, you know, nice. 15 years, yeah. since I was eight years old, and we did this thing. <sighs> We went, got, we went and shot the guns in the cornfield, and uh, someone was like, yeah, let's get some beers. So we had, like, brought beers, and I had had a few, and I was holding the gun, and I, like, tripped over something. <laughs> I, it wasn't loaded or anything, but I, I had this moment of realization where I was like, uh, I'm just going to sit down and yeah, yeah. not shoot guns anymore. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> the first year when we got our, when we got our shotguns, we were like, all right, let's call back, take a couple shots, and we'll throw some bottles in the air and, and like, you know, shoot skate yeah. that way. And our stepdad, we let, we let the girls shoot after we did, and they're just like, we want to try it. So our stepsister, she's like barely hanging on to the gun. It's like the butt's like under her arm, not like in her yeah. shoulder. And my stepdad tosses a bottle in the air, and right as soon as he it like leaves his fingers, she like pulls the trigger, and he just like pulls his hand down. And we thought we like he said he felt the compression of the air like go past his fingers. No way, We're like, dude! You could have shot his. Hand off, so we're like, Give us the gun, we're like, girls, not go inside. You know how to do this. Yeah. Who is this your cousin? You said, uh, our stepsister. How old is she? She's the oldest. She was, she's 30 something. Oh my gosh, how old was she when she like, fired? 
This was on, this was two years was ago. Oh, so this was she's recent. Still, yeah, yeah. So okay. I asked because I was thinking this oh, was like my a child goodness. holding the gun. I thought, no, I, yeah, yeah, I thought this was like a seven-year-old. Like, oh, okay, here's a shotgun. Good luck. <laughs> um, well, that's, you know, gun culture, I feel like, is very different because we, you and me, Victor, grew up in a area where no one yeah, o- openly a, owned a gun. No one was, like, bragging yeah. about their gun or anything like that. If you have a like gun, that. it's like, Like, what? it was no one, no, no parents <laughs> that I ever know, know showed their kids or nope. their friends' kids a gun, ever. Or it ever was like taboo say, like, yes, ever, we have a gun. It was, like, super secret. It was, like, huh. top secret. Was that different for you guys? Like, yeah, in your community we, growing up? I mean, everybody hunted. We, have, we grew up in an area with, like, we, lots of deer. Like, way too many deer in western New York. So a lot of hunting goes on. But we were maybe 10 or something, and our dad, like, made it a point. He wasn't like, let's go outside and shoot guns. I mean, that's what it eventually became. But he's like, come outside. He's like, you're going to learn how to shoot every single one of these shotguns. Yeah. He's like, because you need to know so that you don't kill somebody yeah. or kill yourself if you yeah. ever go hunting or whatever. Because yeah. those accidents happen, happen a lot, like hunting, people shooting each other in accident. So is it like everyone then at a certain age sort of knows how to sh- use a gun or like at least handle a gun? Or yeah. it's like Probably taking it for granted? Ju- like yeah. everyone everyone has had like a relative or a friend or whatever like have them use a yeah. gun. Yeah. I, like probably the really? majority, majority my Even our sister, she was like, runs. get out here. He's like, you need to know how to hold this so you don't kill anybody. My mom's pretty good with 22. Yeah. Really? She's yeah. shot. She yeah, shot. well, I think it's good to like, if you have, like, in our... Because do you know how to handle a gun? Yeah. Okay. What, what like, if, any gun or just a particular can, type? No, I mean, for, I've, so I've shot, uh, I actually, when I was in Colorado, I can't remember what the weapon was, but it was, an, it was an, uh, assault rifle for sure that was so fucking loud yeah that thing i have prote- ear protection on but it's so loud mm-hmm. dude and this thing sends not only like just like one shockwave through your body but like it sends that shockwave and it like has this ripple effect and when you shoot <coughs> the watermelon you can't believe the damage that this bullet yeah. does to it it's hmm. so fucking crazy hmm. but yeah you can i mean i can figure it figure it out for the most part and it's like it's very very simple rules yeah like, don't fucking point the gun at anything you don't tend to shoot keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready right. to shoot always keep the gun pointing in a safe direction you know up to the sky yeah don't fuck around with it even if it's not loaded like it's really common sense yeah. stuff and in our area like people are so freak out about guns because oh they're goodness. never exposed no to one them. like no, no one, one takes the time like ever no one takes the time to say like look this is something you don't need to be afraid of this is how this right. works this is what it's used for like yeah, the people people freak out about yeah. guns in the in the burbs. But I mean, like I've shot a twenty two, but that's about those and are that, little babies compared and to. Yeah. That was the, only yeah. when I was in seminary, so yeah. I was like what twenty three years old at that point in time. So, and that was the first time I'd ever actually handled and shot a gun before. Uh, Marilyn, who that's, I think I remember, I believe that was her name. Marilyn was the girl I was palling around with when I was on Empire, like all day. She knows a shit ton about guns. So I'm like kind of – I was like talking to her like, I think this thing? And she's like, oh, this? And she just go off on like the exact detail and specs of a of a round yeah. or a gun. And I'm like, uh, I'm kind of intimidated right <laughs> yeah. now. <laughs> this is not someone who I want to fuck with. And she even talks to like – well, actually, uh, uh, assault rifles are – they're not actually – they're not called ARs because of assault rifle. Assault rifle is actually like an uh, informal yeah. term. It's actually called something else. And I'm like – what and then she's talking about like the different rounds and i was like this is really cool i wish i could learn from you but she knew so much about him yeah that's so crazy. much i mean yeah. it's kind of like driving a car it's easy but if you don't follow the fundamentals you can easily hurt somebody yeah. well and you think about you know cult going back to culture too where for you guys like about what age do you remember seeing your first gun like was it just as early as you can remember or i mean i'm assuming it was just like you don't even yeah, I mean, we were, it was we just were, one of those things that just I mean, my, happened. My dad always hunted. I mean, when, I think when I was like six, he was for something. You know, he had like deer um, hanging in the, yeah, deer in the garage, like pelts, like the so like the, the first exposure to like what a gun could do. So well, like yeah. I knew that he had because he'd skin the deer in the in the in the garage. So we'd walk out there and watch him do it. Yeah. So I yeah we I mean probably when we were really little, like six between six and ten, mm-hmm. I saw bow and arrow and guns like. It was, like, a normal thing to be around. Yeah. I never got to touch one until we were, like, 10, but... Because you think about, like, in the relation to driving, moving to New York City, there were so many people in the city who had never gotten a driver's test, like, never had a license, Mm -hmm. just never driven before because they never needed to. It was always public transportation. Yeah. Transportation, so... He was the same way about driving 
honestly, the, as guns, we were nine, and he would be like, sit on my lap and drop, like, <laughs> well, That's the other thing, too, is that, yeah. yeah rural my mom would be like, no, like, like, take him to a parking lot. And he's like, and he'd be like, that's not what driving is. He's like, yeah. driving in a parking lot's easy, and you're not going to yeah. hurt anybody. He's like, you need to be on the road and, like, actual risk, you know, oh my factors. My, that's my awesome. experience learning how to drive with a mother who was just always, she oh, was yeah. like, handlebar grabber. Yeah. Grab, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. white knuckle grab onto everything. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I, I think know. we were like, put their arm around your arm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, exactly. stop it. Exactly. Like you're going to stop it. Like, from going exactly. The, the invisible brake. Yeah. Just slam <laughs> on the invisible brake. <laughs> Nothing yeah, freaks you out more than the invisible brake. I remember, like, doing driver's ed in high school and thinking to myself, like, the driver's ed teacher would always be like, okay, now do this, now do that, now do this. And I'd be like, would you shut the fuck up and just let me drive? Like, I know I'm not getting, I know there's probably little things I could be doing better, but, like, I just need to be familiar with this and just go through yeah, the motions of driving. Yeah, you just have to experience it. Yeah, learn. Yeah, I think I think we were like thirteen. My dad was hired, and he's just like Michael, drive home. He's <laughs> like, dude, we and don't even like, know how to get what? home. No, I was like, he's like, he's like, stop being, you know, he's like, stop being a girly. So he's like, get in the front. He's like, stay below fifteen, you're fine. And I was just like driving down the road at night, just like scared out of my mind. I was just like, what am I? doing right now and we don't we don't know like names of roads we're 13 it's yeah. like i don't, I don't have to going. worry about it drive <laughs> driving yeah. for me was like always a little bit scary when i would like go on highways when i first started driving because it's like i don't know where I have, I have to go on these roads and i don't know really where they yeah go that was kind of our we mostly learned on highways when we first got our license because we'd always gun it down to the city um, from the burbs to the to a smoke shop. That was like our first. So <laughs> that's like the, w- what we drove to all the time. So we got. I feel like that contributed to us kind of having lead feet when we when we drive. So we would drive super fast. I mean, my sister would take us to school to like and 80, go like n- yeah, 90, 80, 90 down like the most dangerous oh uh, uh, street or road in our in our town. And like we, we said, we have it. mad deer. Like there's a lot of deer. Like I mean, it, it, probably a handful of people. Or a majority of our friends have totaled their cars. I We've almost totaled my mom's car. Oh We've, my goodness, really? Deer, We've been yeah. in quite a few car accidents. All our cars have died. <laughs> because of deer? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's a lot of reasons. All right. <laughs> yeah. Sure. It's like running into shit. Well, one kid, the first, the first, the first one we got in was we weren't driving. We were too young to drive. Our buddy on the swim team would drive us home from school all the time. And he had a sweet, like, Thunderbird with, like, the... Uh, the window, the windows, windows are, yeah, yeah, the T-top. That's yeah. so cool. And we're like blasting music, and it was that same road that our sister used to gun at ninety down. And he was being a dick and was joking, kind of about swerving into this tree. Who like a girl had actually like died, uh-huh. like hitting because it's a really bad corner. And then as soon as he like joked about it, his wheel just caught the shoulder, and we just started sliding, swinging back and forth. And we were like an inch from we we like took the bottom of a tree off almost like the edge of it Fuck and then slid into goodness. a lady's mailbox in this bush oh my and goodness. like tipped up almost like on our side and then like slammed back down yeah that's messed up and i was like looking out the window when it <laughs> yeah, happened and all this dirt just shot into my eyes and this lady comes out of her house she's just like you're trying to hit the mailbox again and we're like <laughs> we almost just died lady <laughs> we're like what are you talking about and she's like I'm sorry. She's like, people are always trying to hit the mailbox. <laughs> like, I didn't yeah, apparently home. a lot of kids have, like, taken out her mailbox. Yeah. Like, it reminds oh, me of, uh, yeah, reminds me of that, that scene in, uh, in Days and Confused yeah, where they're that. at the gas station. The guy shows up, or the liquor store guy shows up with a gun. like temp, temp, tampering with federal mailboxes. Or mailboxes yeah. is a federal offense. Yeah. Drive, man. Just go. <laughs> Yeah, we. I don't think I've ever done shit like that. I've never fucked around with someone's mailbox. Oh, garbage cans, though. No, that was, no, that, that was yeah. never me. Yeah. I, I can't. Re- I've definitely done like I just garbage go ding dong ditch like crazy. Yeah, yeah a lot of ding dong ditch and um, robbery. Don't forget robbery. I've never robbed people. Yeah, you actually, did. one time. <laughs> no, actually, one time, just one time. Our friend Danny, like it was during a high school football game. You and Danny were playing, and like myself. <laughs> And two other people, like, went to Danny's house, mm-hmm. and we thought it'd be funny if we went in his house, like, we went through the window, and, like, we took his, we oh took God. his, like, his puppy, like, we were just, like, <laughs> hanging out with, hanging out with his puppy, and then he, like, went home, was like, what the fuck, and I think we, I can't remember if, like, we were just in his house, and then we left, if we had, if we were, if we were, had the puppy, and we were, like, in his front yard, and, like, we loved that dog, like, we weren't gonna do anything bad to it, 
but he got like really pissed off that like we went through his he was, window. Like, threatening to call the cops. Yeah, he got really really pissed, which he should. Dude, he has every funny. right to be pissed. Yeah, that's kind of. But uh, I've been thinking about your house. You still have the uh, the deer the uh, Christmas what are they called the Christmas deer. Uh, reindeer? Reindeer, yeah. Christmas deer. <laughs> Christmas deer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not the reindeer. Yeah. Jackal? The reindeer. Um, I've thought a few times it'd be really funny if I, like, put one on top of the other to make it look like they were humping each other. But I thought to myself, Victor, nope, don't do it. Don't do it. Well, I mean, I, I probably wouldn't have any objection I to it. I thought it'd be really funny if I was like, no. The, the thing is, they are spiked into the ground, so it would, be, really? it would be a challenge to, to get them out. But. It's now, we're getting near the end of no, January. No, I know. I have not gotten around to putting them back. Dude, I, I got really I, pissed I, the other day because I saw my next-door neighbors still had their Christmas tree Oh, up. yeah. We were driving to tape an episode. Like if, like, yeah, it's like the same like next-door neighbor that put it up before Thanksgiving. St. Charles uh, Road. When we're driving down, you pointed out, uh, oh, there's another house. That, yeah, I that saw a still few more houses up, with still Christmas the, tree. At for night, stuff they lit up. Everything we, lit up. We, we used to, we were, when we were in college, like summers, we would do uh, um, painting outdoors Yeah. Uh, for for uh, college pro painters. Oh, I did that. We'd have to walk around, you know, and do, like, cold calling. Like, just yeah, hand up fucking cards if they're yeah. interested in a 3S. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. terrible, dude. Um, but if any houses had Christmas lights, we'd be like, no, fuck them. We're not going yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to I got fucking Christmas you lights. Get, you don't care house painted. <laughs> supposed to paint around those? No. When I did uh, College Pro Painters, I did it for a summer. Oh, um, that's right. My, you my did. one friend had done it the summer before right. and like made a shit ton of money doing it because the guy who organized it was like really well organized. You can, yeah. And then the guy that we were with was just a slapdick guy. I think his name was Dave. And like it was weird because we we had work for the most part every day, um, but then we'd be like, dude, what the fuck? Like, how is it that Brian is getting a different paycheck than me, who's getting a different paycheck than this guy, who's getting a different paycheck than this? Like, we all work the same job, the same hours, and but uh, we'd get like different paychecks. Like, what the fuck? And we figured out <laughs> very certain that he had probably underestimated. All of the jobs yeah. and like underreported or underconfirmed because you go on the computer and put in your hours and like right. underconfirmed our hours to cover his losses. Yeah, but I enjoyed painting a lot. I thought it was yeah. really fun. Was, uh, yeah, dude. we did it for two, two summers. That was fun. I mean, I remember the, the, when I started, <laughs> my buddy. My buddy puts me on the, a team, and he's just like, all right, just go up that ladder. He's like, you can paint the peak. Yeah. And I hadn't been on a ladder in, like, a long time. So I'm, like, going <laughs> up. scary. And I, yeah, and I'm, I'm, like, towards the top, and my, my legs are just, like, shaking. Like, yeah. I'm shaking the whole ladder. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? I was like, calm down. <laughs> and, like, by the end of the summer, we'd be, like, I'd be up on, like, one of the 24 uh, yeah. or, or what just is, 32. The the biggest uh, I, think you couldn't, I think you couldn't go past 35 feet. Yeah. yeah. I think it was 30. Wow. I think it was 24 or 32 footers. But we'd be, like, at the top. And I got to the point of comfortability where I'd be like jumping the ladder like right? across yeah. the house, yeah. like because I'm like I'm not going down to move it. Yeah. Like I'm just gonna bounce over. There was one house was where sweet. like I had the ladder and I ex- I you know you're pulling on the rope and I extended it all the way up because I had to get this little like peak at the very top of the house, and I'm up at least probably thirty feet from the ground and I look down. It's kind of scary, but I'm doing it. But I think the night the day before it had rained or like the or maybe. There was still mildew on the ground. I don't know. I could feel the ladder move just a little yeah, bit. And I'm at the scary. very top, and I was freaking out. And I yelled <laughs> for my friend Brian to come over and put his foot on the bottom yeah. rung. And he's just like, dude, come on. Seriously? I'm like, dude, do not fucking move. Do not yeah. move. I'm so terrified right now. But then the other thing is, like, you know the anchors? You go up, yeah. right? And you anchor in. So you have the safety harness if you're on the garage or on the roof or whatever. But then Wait, the you guys use harnesses? Yeah. To, like, would you... Like if we were up, up, if we were up on top of like a garage roof or like something up there, you have this little thing that you can nail in. I don't think we ever did that. (laughs) (laughs) We had those, and then actually, one of my friends did fall off the roof. My thing was was like, well, okay, I'm anchored, but then like this doesn't help me when I'm trying to get down. Yeah, yeah, right. So I'd like scooch my ass down this garage, hoping I don't fall, roll, and hit the 
We Even never, that. we never used. I don't remember why if we were lazy or if we just didn't like them. But we never used the ropes to like extend any of the ladders, uh-huh. like where you hoist it. We just like put it up as much as we could, and then we'd climb it, and then while it's kind of like standing, jumping it, like, while we were, up. we'd be like on the wall, and we'd jump and like push it off, and like, keep <laughs> jumping and like extending it to the, to the end. I mean, it's a lot of unsafe. Yeah. Do you remember one time I? It was it was one of the twenty fours and it was fully extended, so it was like the last two rungs were right yeah. next to each other, and I just needed to move it over and I like, you know, tip it back so it stands straight up and I'm holding the bottom rung, and it's like it was like an acne cartoon where I'm like in the backyard like swaying <laughs> yeah. like this. I'm like, yeah. no, don't fall back, don't yeah. fall back. I'm like, I'm gonna break like the because you don't realize house. how he- how top heavy it is yeah. when you lift it up. Yeah, you can feel yeah. back just a little bit. Yeah, it's like, I, uh... I'm pretty sure I've dropped one before, just on the lawn. But one time I was a like, good job. On my day off, or like they didn't need me, I'm like at my house and I'm lying down on my trampoline, smoking weed and listening to music. And then they call me, it's like, "Hey, can you come do this power washing?" I'm like, "Fuck, I'm super high right now." So <laughs> I'm thinking this in my head. I'm like, "Okay, yeah, I guess I can go do it." So he shows me how to do it. I'm like, "Okay," and the first thing I do is like, oh, "My sneakers are pretty dirty. I'm just gonna power wash my sneakers." My sneakers got so white. It was yeah. amazing. And then I was like. Uh, I can take this. So I sh- shoot myself in the leg with oh. these power washers like take a little bit of skin off. Not yeah. too much, but Isn't like... Isn't that like really bad? Don't you have to go to the hospital or something? No, no. I wasn't... I mean, I didn't. It wasn't like terrible. It just like... It looked yeah. like a it looked like a rug burn almost. Yeah. And goodness. then I do the power washing and he never really took the time to like show me how to properly do it. He's like, you just kind of do this. I'm like, all right. And so I do it. And then like the next day, it, it the power washing was... It was such a fucked up job. I totally screwed up. Did you it do up. it, like, too, too hard. hard? I think... Like, too close? I just didn't do it very yeah. well. So, like, only, like... I didn't... I don't know how to explain keep it. Like, the, you didn't, like, keep the distance the same? Correct. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, some spots were really white. Right. Some spots were still dirty. And I'd say it was partially because he didn't show me how to do it, but partially because, like, I just got done smoking a joint before yeah. going to that house, before knowing I, can't I had to You shot house. yourself in the foot and the leg. Thinking that was a good idea. We did well, that too. I was totally protected. The shoe didn't bother me. I was yeah, like, the shoe. Like, was totally what about fine. your leg? You took off skin. I was like, ah, oh, man. But like I said, it was like a mild rug burn. <laughs> you're so you're so lucky that wasn't like a high powered washer well, and you sever. A, I don't know a limb or something. That was good. Oh my god, it was great. <laughs> it was great. It. Fun times. I like ruined my my aunt's deck yeah. one time. Like, it was on, like, <laughs> it wasn't on like a, like a wide spray, you know. Yeah. It was on like the, just a yeah. jet, oh, my and goodness. I just like. I don't. We just didn't realize how powerful it really yeah, it must was. Yeah, like the yeah. first time I ever used one because yeah. I like drew a bunch of lines like accidentally in her. Deck. Yeah, like, we were like, "Oh, this is cool," and then we yeah. pull it off and be like, it's like "Oh, that's, oh. <laughs> that's not changing." Yeah. yeah, that's what. Yeah, because it was wide. It wasn't like a, a, a yeah, concentrated yeah. thing when I shot myself. That stuff. Yeah, in the leg. That's a challenge. What are some other? Uh, so you guys had a positive experience with that. I like. Yeah. I like the painting. I thought Dave was an idiot. Uh, are there any jobs that you had in college or in between go- college that were really awesome or really shitty? I mean, we always did stuff like that. Like, I worked construction for a lot of summers, which I loved doing. And then we did, um, like, party tents. Like, we go put up party tents for graduation and stuff like that. that and cool. that, was that was a good job. the funniest job we've ever had because we just laughed the whole day with this crew. Yeah, it was like six, six of us. Yeah. Like, maybe. So sometimes so we'd be we'd laughing the whole time. We'd all be putting on tent out. But if we were at the garage, like, the, where everything was stored, we'd just be messing around the whole time, like, making, like, vines, like, videos of us, like, squatting with, like, the uh, the tent poles and stuff like that. Or, like, <laughs> making, like work just, like, videos. making fun of, like, gym guys. And I've never laughed so hard at a job. That was that was fun. I miss Just that. being goofy? Yeah. Because it's guys? an easy job. Yeah. But you, so you, it's like, you know, go put it up a tent. Whatever. Well, that's what I felt was like when I was working at the Naperville Park District. It was so easy, and there was never any stress to, like, get stuff done right away because, like, there's no competition. It's just you don't finish something for the right. Park District. You just do it the next day. And we'd always be making fun of each other and, like, making fun yeah. of how we walk or talk or, like, just all sorts of stuff. And it was yeah. just – you're just laughing all day long. There's this kid Ka- – yeah, those are the characters we worked with. There's this kid Caleb who – just like had a short fuse and like if he like stubbed his thumb or like something like that he would just go off like he has the worst day and he would just give you so much attitude and we would just laugh so hard every time he got pissed one time we were putting up like a uh, 140 by 60 it was a huge tent for at a, at a high school and these kids are playing baseball and they're crushing it and they're hitting it right at us so a bunch of the balls were like hitting the tent or like mm-hmm. going right past us this kid Caleb like 
Tony's just like, stop! And we're like, they can't hear you, and they're just playing baseball, dude. <laughs> Relax. Tom, remember, uh, what was the kid's name? And we, like, he hit the wall at the oh, hotel. Oh, God. Uh, that was bad. This kid was, he thought so much of himself. And he wasn't, he was a, he was a good kid and stuff, but he had, like, an attitude, and he was younger than us, and he always wanted to be, like, the boss of, like, the, of the whole show. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were at this really nice hotel called the Strathallen, and we're putting up a tent for their party, and, uh, it's, like, got, like, really nice, like, marble and, like, stone, um, like, out, like, the outside walls, mm-hmm. like, all these, like, really levels. Nice and he's got a sledgehammer and he's nailing in one of the, uh, one of the stakes to the corner. And he's got it, like, choked up at the front, like, trying to be, like, mm-hmm. kind of precise. And we're, me and my buddy Ethan are watching him. And every time he hit, he'd get, like, closer to the wall. And we're like, no. <laughs> no, we're like, yeah. we can't watch this. We like turn away, and then he just goes Toosh, and just breaks off like the corner. <laughs> this like, don't brand new that. hotel. Just yeah. <laughs> and we're just like, we just turn around. We're like, nope, I don't want. I'm not doing this. And he wouldn't tell our boss for for like the longest time. I don't, I don't think he, I don't think he ever did. I don't know if he got oh, for that. goodness. Did Rex? Did you have any jobs that you either really loved or really hated? I, I know you had some probably a few good stories from Target, but I don't know. I am not really familiar with anywhere else. Anything else that you've oh, done man. in, like, in between I, the I, years? Well, I mean, most of my jobs have been like church and right, social right. service related. Right, So I, I'm, I haven't been a blue collar laborer for very much time. Mm. But what I want to rewind a little bit. And you had mentioned you said you 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 checked with when you were working. You checked your paychecks with other people and discovered that your boss probably ripped you off. Yeah. Did you do anything about that? Yeah, we actually called him out on it one time. We I remember we went to his house because we had to pick them up yeah. and we like called him out and I can't recall but he he gave us some bullshit answer. And my memory is hazy on it. Um but I was still making like just enough to be okay, but I can't recall exactly how much from each paycheck was missing but i knew there were like discrepancies and we were all like what the fuck and like the the only reason i ask that is because in the past three years of doing drywall work i have uh from my boss like i've heard stories about how it's like not uncommon for employees to shortchange their workers Mm -hmm. you know fudging the numbers a little bit i don't know have you guys ever experienced anything where it's like Um, yeah my paycheck seems a little low i I don't know how this is working when i started serving when i first moved here everyone like because i would never run a server before um i I feel like someone told me i think they're like a lot of restaurants kind of do this like I don't know if they do it on purpose or, like, by accident. Like, people are just bad at accounting. But they're just, like, make sure you, like, like check your hours and then check your paycheck at the end of the week to make sure everything lines up. Because, like, we've, like, multiple employees be like, yeah, I've gone back and been like, hey, this is missing, like, 200 bucks. And they'd be like, oh, shit, like, sorry. 200? Oh, my god. I mean, goodness. it was, yeah. yeah. Sometimes it could be a lot. Yeah. Um. So I think that's the only time I really experienced that. But yeah, I don't think I ever got ripped off. I once inquired about a paycheck where I was like, oh, those fuckers from uh, the, when I was doing, when I was like selling the direct TV and I was like, hey, I just want to make sure like I think I might be owed some money. Like, I don't know, but I just want to check on your end. And like they got super defensive and they were like, well, what you're, you're making a pretty serious accusation there. I'm on the phone with them. Like, I'm not. I'm not making an accusation. Like, I, I just want to make sure this is correct. Like, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I just want to bring this up because I just, I just don't know. Yeah. Like, well, and they're, like, almost talking down on me. I'm just like, you guys are a bunch of fucking it's like, idiots. You're just like, doing due diligence. You. If it wasn't true, he wouldn't have had a problem. Well, yeah, yeah and yeah. it's like, uh, there's probably a warning sign there if yeah. they're getting super defensive about something like yeah. that. It's like, you fucking idiot. There's normally a reason for like, that. Whatever. But at the same time, it's like, how much effort do you put into chasing something before you're, before the amount that you're chasing is less than like yeah, the, the effort that you're putting? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Type of yeah. Yeah. yeah thing. Yeah, there's a principle involved, but like, how much time are you wasting if you're chasing That's whatever? Like yeah, and, you know. and I feel like most empl- I, the shitty employers will like 
skim just enough off that like you it's not worth your time to like bring it up mm-hmm. but they'll do it sort yeah. of on a consistent basis I mean I stopped keeping track of like my hours and it's like if it looks like a big deal if then i yeah if it seems about right yeah. like you'll let it slide yeah, but like aside from that yeah that's crazy but what I've realized working in in the blue collar world is just how much blatant racism and sexism is still oh just like God. out there it's just like yeah. there it is there's no apology no one attempts to correct it yeah. it's just there it, it just comes yeah. out the n-word like it's funny <laughs> in college how they talk about you know what is professionalism and then like like in an office <laughs> setting and i was just like we had you know uh, uh sexual harassment like meetings like talk about like hey yeah. you know these are the codes of conduct all this stuff and everyone would just be laughing and be like well then everyone should get fired because it's <laughs> yeah. all terrible yeah yeah <laughs> like, oh my such goodness a vulgar place. it's just like and and none of them think that they're doing anything wrong either it's just yeah. like mm-hmm. that's just who they it's are. just it's just reality. It's the reality that they live in, and I mean, no one, no one ever like steps up to challenge it because, like, if you do that, it's like you're a PC warrior or you're like a social justice like nut or something like that. If it's like, well, that's not. Well, the thing is, too, because like, use the N word so to like, describe black people in like, the uh, in maybe. the park district. We made a lot of really crude jokes that would not fly anywhere else. But I think also because, like, when you go to work, whether it's an office or wherever, like, you see the same people every day. So you develop a, a kind of camaraderie where yeah. all where where your interactions with each other is more friendly than it is than it is professional. Yeah. So it doesn't really cross yeah. your mind like yeah. how I should be no. behaving. Almost. And I mean, like, I understand that. And I think the question and the thing that I wrestle with is because, for example, one of the one of the meetings that I go to for my recovery program, I the guy who drives me there it has a Confederate flag tattooed on his uh, uh, bicep. And it's like that's it's kind of obvious. Whenever it's summer out, like he has a t-shirt on, it's like he has a so I mean that and for him he's sort of unapologetically like Pro Confederacy yeah. kind yeah, of thing, like, like really, like he believes that South it was the war, war of Northern aggression, <laughs> and that 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 the Southerners were the victim of this economic war right. that Northerners, these elitists, mm-hmm. wanted to push on the South. And so, I mean, that's integrated into like who he is as a person. And yet, we still sort of like he he drives me every single week. He looks forward to it. We have conversations, things like that. But he'll say things and he'll just like throw out the n-word every once in a while it's like yeah. you know it's as somebody who wears the confederate <laughs> yeah. flag on, so, their, on their bicep it's like it, you know obviously yeah. it's going to be part of their lexicon and it's going to be part of their terminology that they use in conversations like whatever and I questioned to myself is there a point where I step up and say you know like I don't appreciate that and I've noticed that when he when he's like when he himself is referring to black people in like a derogatory term, I'm like, Hey, listen, like that's a little too far, but he's gotten to this point of like, he knows that I'll disapprove of it. And so he'll like say, so a friend of mine said, you know, <laughs> and it's like, so it like breaches that middle ground where he's yeah. like, he doesn't go that far. But so at the same time, it's mine. like, where, like, where do you, where do you insert yourself when you feel like people are have just gotten out of hand? Cause that is nothing that I've ever, ever experienced in the white collar world or the suburban world where it's like very polite. It's very, you know, like your racism will be super subtle. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's never going to be over like that. But you know, um, it's been a very fascinating experience just delving into this, just unabashed. This is how I think like yeah. love it or leave it. Yeah, there are characters in the blue collar world. <laughs> yes, yes, there characters. are. It is There's way a lot of more ego. fun There's a lot doing of... blue collar than office. Oh, it's yeah. so much more entertaining. So I much mean, more I always want to go back to construction because that was just that was just fun. Yeah, just the be, I mean, you yeah. bust your ass all day, but you also laugh so hard like yeah. the whole time. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Oh, for fun. sure, for sure. And we then were, you're exhausted when you get home and you pass right out. Yeah, we were at the park district when we come to a new park. The guy who would drive the truck. It was so great because. We'd always listen to, like, the radio, and if there was a really good song on the radio, he would wait until it's done before we got out of the truck and started working. But sometimes, you know, they'll play one song right after another before they do their commercial or before they, the DJ says something. And he'll be about to turn the keys on the car to turn it off. He's like, uh, uh, no, nope, we got to listen to this one, too. Yeah. We got to sit down and listen to this one. So it's always just, like, I just felt like I was hanging out all the time yeah. when I was working yeah. that job. Yeah. Construction, I mean, we, we worked hard, and sometimes we'd be just, like, going after like one of our tasks and like foreman or like one of the other guys just like yo slow down like, yeah we don't need the rest of because they're all yeah. about milking those yeah they hours. barely milk it yeah because yeah. yeah. once the job's done they're like all right now we gotta wait figure out, <sighs> figure out what's next what type of were you guys like on highways or like building um, like uh 
buildings or what were you doing? It was like a it was like a slew of work, but it was mostly foundational work, okay. concrete yeah. and, and commercial and rebar, yeah, stuff like that. Um, we worked the last job we did. Well, there was like we, we always had like three going on at a time. So sometimes you'd go to like job site to right. job site. We worked at a, a college, which was awesome. Cause there were like so many hot girls just walking yeah. around. <laughs> we all we, I remember one time me, Mike, uh, the other guy, he's like our foreman or, or assistant foreman, whatever. We're all in the truck. It's hot as balls out. We were eating. We were eating uh, lunch, and it's like you know, three of us across in this big, huge four fifty or whatever. Yeah. And this girl comes out of a door, and we're all like staring. And it's like my, it's like my head, his yeah. head, and then like the other dude's head. And we're all just like looking at this girl, and she catches us. And we're all just like, Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, you should have whistled at her. I think that gets their attention. <laughs> I think they like that. A little more obvious. Yeah, <laughs> right. They're expecting it. Well, yeah, college. Uh, we worked at a at a warehouse. We were like, yeah. we were either doing foundation or we were working on the roof, mm-hmm. which you can see a lot of funny shit happen. Like what? Oh old man, man, Joe. Is that this? Yeah, this. He was. So we were. We were. Um, he was. He was like private contract that we worked for. But then he had this guy from the union come and work for us because we needed a, an excavator and like he needed somebody who knew how to do it. So this guy. Union guys make so much money, and they yeah. do nothing all day long. It's mm-hmm. mind-boggling. But he has he's digging this massive uh, hole. I mean, it was 12, 15 feet deep because we were putting in the foundation for a ramp or a loading, a loading ramp. Yeah. And this dude tips the the excavator, like, into this hole, like, really, really bad, like, nose dives right into it. Oh, shit. And then, yeah. and, like, gets out, and, um, our, 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 our boss had to take care of it, which was cool. He we got to see him. Hurt. Yeah, we, I mean, we were like, no far. way you can push that out, and he, like, used the bucket to, like, push the No way. Which is pretty impressive, but our foreman were on the roof of this factory that's, you know, 40, 50 feet, one of the 40 feet high, it 30 feet. pretty big, yeah. And he's just like, guys, he's like, Cody's like, come over to the edge here. He's like, just look, but then walk away. And we're like, okay. And we'll look down and you just see this excavator sick, stuck in a hole. We just start <laughs> laughing so hard, like pulling out our phones and like taking videos and pictures. And he's just like, no. He's like, I just wanted to show you. He's like, now go back to work. And we're like, no, man, this is no, way too good. Gotta we, got, we gotta see this, this happening. And one time we were looking down there and, uh, <laughs> this dude who had a who had a short temper, um, short temper and like wicked alcohol. <laughs> every every end of the day, he would just be like, "Yo, do you like a buck or two or something?" And I was like, "No, dude." Because he buy a juicer after work, work every yeah. single day, yeah. and he'd go to lunch and like he was like, eight, works at eight a.m. and then as soon as twelve hits, he gets his half hour lunch and he goes to this like the bar or whatever and slugs as much as he can, and then he works from one to uh, to five and like no matter what we're doing. You you don't see him at, at five o'clock. Yeah, like he's, he's like just disappears. He's already gone. He's just like he's like days over. He's like I put him in eight hours. But we were we were on the roof and he he we, my foreman does the same thing. He's always like like I don't know. He always catches all this, but he's like yo come check this out. So he's like I don't know if he was taking a video or I think he was like no he want he was like I wish I had my iPod yeah. so I could video this. And he's this guy's down on the ground below us trying to untangle a um, extension cord. And he's just getting so upset with it. Like, <laughs> so he starts, he picks it up and starts throwing it on the ground and picks it up and just like throws it on the ground. I fucking <laughs> and we're like, keep going. It's almost, it's almost untangled. <laughs> like you're helping. That was one of the greatest things I I was like camping one time and like my, my uh, zipper would frequently get stuck and I would have to like pull, like grab the material and pull it a little bit. And one time it got stuck, and I was getting so pissed because that's what ha- that's what I do. I'll like, I'll become <laughs> physically violent if something upsets me to a certain degree. And I take the sleeping bag and I just fucking rip it, and I I hear this tear, and I'm like, oh shit! And what I'd done was the thing had come undone, but now the zipper became detached from the cloth. Right. So now so I'm like, fuck, Dude. my anger just. <laughs> Shot me and myself yeah. in the foot right now with this, but I've yeah. done that type of shit before. Where like I get so upset at something, where, like I can't think this through. I just have to just become violent towards this yeah. thing and show it that I'm the boss. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of happened to me this morning when I put my contacts in, and I was just trying to put the caps back on the yeah. uh, on the on the lens uh, holder, and they're like not perfectly on the um, what's it called the threads. Yeah. And I'm just like, God, and I'm just, it's like so small. And I'm like, this is so easy and it's just pissing me off. I was like, just go on, man. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think, I guess I get like that for some things. But like, um, 
You guys remember, like, did you ever skateboard? Uh, sometimes. Oh, my like, brother was more into it than I was, yeah. but I did sometimes, we were, yeah. We were kind of skater punks, and, like, I mean, if you watch videos, you'll see when, like, you can't land a trick, it gets so aggravating, and, like... I was just watching the video the other day. This dude was just, like, hitting his board against a rail. Uh-huh. And he just, like, he was huge dude. So he's hitting it, and he's just, like, digging into his board more and more. And Fuck. ends up, like, chopping it in half. But I remember being like that. Like, if I couldn't land something, I'd be, like, throwing my board off yeah. and, yeah. like, at walls and shit. And I up, remember, like, breaking um, it. My dad, I always <coughs> remember, I can't remember how old I was, but he was getting frustrated at the computer for some reason. And... As I'm walking by, I see, like, the office door is, like, a little bit open, you know, so I can, it's maybe about, like, 10 inches or so. I can kind of see through it, and I hear, I'm like, ah, and I see all of a sudden, like, the action of yanking the keyboard, <laughs> lifting it above his head, and fucking slamming it down on the ground, and I want to say, like, I saw, like, a key yeah. pop up and spin in the air. Yeah. But I thought Classic. that was, like, the funniest awesome. shit. Like, that shit would always happen to my dad Dude. growing up. Like, little things. My and, brother? Yeah. Oh, you can imagine what oh, would happen sure. when, when an Xbox controller stopped working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I remember saying to him once, you know that's not going to fix it. Like, that's probably going to make it worse. Are you winning? And he's just like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, this effing thing. I've never gotten like that except for when I try to fix my bike. I oh, I yeah. have the worst curse words. I am I am just the most unchristian person when I'm trying to fix my bike. You I when you can't when, even begin when, to, that time when you're trying to patch the tire, patch the tire, change the gears, adjust anything on my effing bike. That I is something that so it, you know how sleep cycle records you when you're sleep snoring yeah, and yeah. like you're unconscious so yeah. you don't know if you're snoring so when you hear yourself snore you're like oh i guess i do snore yeah. that's what it sounds like i wish that there was a app to like record yeah. what i was like when you i was looking at my bike you can't see yourself when you go crazy because yeah. i guarantee you it's so much worse than i remember right now just cuz i'm thinking of the enormous frustration that i have when i'm just trying to like yeah get get it to freaking work I yeah. mean, there's so many things that go wrong with it. It's, I liked when the, I liked when the Wii came out and everybody with those, those videos floating, oh. everybody chucking <laughs> their yeah, through their, their flat the screens, oh, their so brand new flat screens. Like, how could you do that? Like, yeah, terrible. So much so that they they started the warning beforehand: make right. sure it's attached. Yeah. yeah, I've gotten to that point playing video games. I mean, I never actually did it, but. When I was a kid with Super Nintendo, I would bite the Super Nintendo controller, and there would be teeth marks in the Super Nintendo <laughs> controller because I get so pissed at something, I'd yeah. slam it on the ground a few yeah. times too. Yeah, man, aggravation, aggravation. So, How masculine of us! It's yeah. just so, impatience, but it feels so good to just unleash your rage onto just these inanimate objects and just fucking for the for the five minutes before you realize before you have completely ruined down and you just destroy you it. totally ruined you whatever it is that you're yeah, trying to get to work some pillows around you. <laughs> go punch a pillow. That's not. Effective. Fuck you. It's, it's, it's not even. It's, yeah, it's not yeah. satisfying. Where you throw, like you punch throw it, it's just like, it feels like nothing happened. Yeah. You need to just swear yeah. and just break things, is what you need to do. Swear and break things. Swear and there break is a certain things. catharsis in that. It helps me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I wanted to say, um, going back to the Wii, I remember, and this is going to uh, segue into drinking, which I know oh everyone has great stories about. Uh, I was with Billy, and we were playing Wii Golf, and we were, like, going to make a drinking game out of it, and the very first hole, he takes his first drink, and he takes a swig of Captain Morgan. He takes a swig of Captain Morgan, very first drink, and he has this, like, reflex, and then he burps, and he's just like, okay, I got under control. It's like, this is only one drink. And then he just spews all over his carpet after one swig what? of Captain Morgan. Yeah. Well, I mean, how old were you guys? Uh, we were 20. Yeah, so. This kinda, that kind of segues you haven't into a good... You, you hadn't transitioned into full-blown alcoholics at that point in time. No. No. So. Well, I'm not, I don't drink. I, I, I'm not an alcoholic. At least I don't think. I heard they're in denial, but I don't really drink that often. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. You're, you're in the clear. Trust me. As your friend, you're good. I think I was 20 when... This is like a golf drinking story. Uh, I played in a tournament for a fundraiser, so we got everybody together from, from you know all grades. And uh, I'm with three of my buddies, and I buy a... 12 of Budweiser's and I just killed all 12 on the first nine 
So it's pretty messed up. You know, I'm 20. I'm not yeah. that good at drinking. And I'm like, and I'm working construction during the summer, so I had like, you know, pretty good cash flow. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, let's go in for the break. Um, we'll get some shots. And we're like, no, like I don't want to pay money for shots. I was like, I got it. I was like, I'll buy a Jack for all of us. Yeah. I think we did two or three shots in there. We go out to the tenth hole, and I'm like laughing and stuff. We're having a good time. I go to put my tee and my ball down on the, you know, on, on the green or on, on the tee box. And as soon as, like, my hand touches the ground, my face just, like, meets <laughs> the grass. Follows. Like, I just, like, the whole world just turned into my face. And my boys are laughing so hard. I couldn't hit the ball to save my life. I think I hit, like, four or five mulligans, and then uh, that was just a disaster by the end of that. Taking a draw. I once had a moment where I don't, know, I don't know what I was doing. I don't know if I was, like, taking shot after shot or what was going on. But I remember thinking to myself, like, okay, do I have all my keys, my, my fees, keys, my phone, my, oh, I was on the train, keys, phone, wallet, okay, yeah. and, like, literally every 30 seconds, I would feel more drunk, and more drunk, and more drunk, and more drunk, and I just kept just checking to make sure I had all my stuff, and then out, out of nowhere, I'm just like, oh, man, I'm completely shit-faced right now, <laughs> how, and I asked myself, how did this happen? I don't, like... I don't understand. I don't understand I? how this happened so fast. How do I feel like this? Who did this to it's me? It's like you every time you visited New York City. Yeah. It's oh, just a yeah, walking blackout. That. I don't know if you ever told New them York that City. the last time yeah. when the, we were in the I subway. I feel like we've talked about that at some point. I don't know. It's, good. it's, wor- it's worthy enough to talk about again. I mean, it was a pretty simple story. You got so drunk that when I took you down to the subway, you almost fell into the tracks and instead stumbled into some construction workers who were fixing a pothole <laughs> at the bottom of the stairs, and they're like, what the hell are you doing, man? And I, you're just like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And I had to, like, pull you away. I was like, no, sorry, man, I'm sorry, man. I came to help. <laughs> uh, Keep you from falling into the New no, York subway system. fun, dude. I mean, it's Hilarious. So- you threw up in a trash can on the side of the street? Yeah, and that then on the great. wall. And then, and, like, and another on the wall, spot. And then in a bathroom. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I'm notorious for like having to throw up. You're but I'm yeah. super hungover. Like you it's just like not being. It's not just a hang, uh, headache. Like I'm throwing up every twenty to thirty minutes. <laughs> like you embrace the fullness of life while you Dude, visited New York City. My friends will tell you from college like how many times I've had to pull over so I could throw up. <laughs> Dude, I well, I remember I think it was you know, sophomore year in college. I had I was I don't know. You guys were all at like a birthday party. Like one of our buddies. And I think it was after class, and I'm just at home drinking. Um, what is it, like? A, is it a tenth? The little bottles? Fifth? Oh, no, fifth, fifth yeah. of uh, tequila. Or no, aren't those pints? Aren't those pints? Oh, maybe it's a pint. It's the a fifth are the bottles. The, one, the yeah. smaller ones the are ones, the pints. Yeah. yeah, the pints. So I'm drinking that. I drink. I think almost the the whole thing, and it's Jose Cuervo. And then I go down to this birthday party, and they pour me this huge shot, like this massive shot glass of what I thought was vodka or whatever, and they're just like. I was like, this smells like fucking gasoline, dude. Like, what is it? And they're just like, just take it. Like, don't worry. So I chug it, and they're like, that's Everclear. And I was just like, what's, I was like, what's Everclear? They're like, it's like 90 proof or something. And I was like... The shit they use at the doctor's I was like, dude, this, I was like, that's <laughs> not cool. Alcohol. I was like, I just killed, like, a whole bottle yeah. of tequila. I was like, I'm going to be really fucked up in a minute here. Fucking booted my face off. Um, puked a little bit on my carpet and passed out. And then in the morning, I wake up, and my roommate's, like, cleaning the floor. And I was just like... What the fuck are you doing? And he's just like, uh, he's like fucking, he's like, you puked on the floor. And I was like, no, I didn't. You did. And he's like, uh, no, dude. <laughs> I like, didn't even remember. I was like, uh, I'm sorry. In college. Didn't drink tequila for like five years after that. I, I hate tequila. It's so nasty. But in college, one of my friends, um, when we were living in the fraternity, he got so drunk. He's like, my legs stopped working. My legs don't work. So to get from my room to his room back and forth, he would just be like scooching his butt on the floor like a kid because he <laughs> couldn't get up and actually walk and later too he like threw up on himself a little bit but it was like very like a very liquid throw up it wasn't like chunky or anything gross like that and he'd be like touching himself like what the heck and then i noticed i'm like wait a minute i don't remember you having like hair gel or hairspray when you walked in but no. his hair had been like styled yeah. a little bit oh, you could tell God. It was like there was maybe gel or hairspray, but it was because he was like touching himself no. where he'd thrown up, and no. then he'd be touching his face, no. and then if he's like touching oh, his hair, God. <laughs> oh, God. his it's hair gross. too. There's no value in that Man. story. Oh. Uh, I but it's so funny because the person who I know, it, the, this person, like never drank a lot, so to see them like this was just very mm-hmm. rewarding and so hilarious. <sighs> <sighs> but yeah, uh, to be young. 
What's that? Uh, oh, to be young. To be young. Yeah. I, yeah. Stupid when I, was yeah. I feel like the day I graduated college. college, my tolerance just like left. Yeah. Literally, like that week, I just started getting hangovers every day. I was like, "What is this?" Usually, you power through it. Well, what's yeah. cool now is like now because I don't drink very often. If I have like one beer, like okay, I can I can feel it, but I'm like normal, and then I have like a total of two or three. I'm like. I'm feeling pretty good. But then if I drink more than that, I'll feel really dehydrated and almost yeah, hungover the next yeah, day. Yeah. Mm. I think right, right when I graduated, I went from, one, my tolerance went out the door as well. But I went from, like, like college, I was, like, always, like, fear of missing out. So I, even if I was, like, super sick, I'd be like, I'm going to just drink through it. I'll feel better yeah. after I get drunk. Like, I don't even know that I'm sick. And then I graduated college, and now I'm, like, fear of going out. Like, I don't want to go yeah. out. Because, like, I'm just going to, like, drink a bunch, spend a bunch out. of money, and then not even remember a good time the next yeah. morning. Yeah. Like, not worth it. It's stupid. Agreed. So kids, something to look forward to. Yeah. yeah right. Lethargy and isolation. Yeah. <laughs> Story of our lives. Yeah. So we we're at over an hour. Nice. Is there anything else that you guys? I can't think, really think of anything else that like I have to talk about. No, I can't wait to listen to this because I can't remember what we talked about. <laughs> yeah, I, that we, we rarely do. Yeah. We we yeah. No. I now know too what Chris Hardwood was talking about, like being burned out. <laughs> burned out <laughs> after uh, three episodes that he's recorded in one day. Yeah. Like, because I feel a little bit burned out ever after having done the other one, too. So I'm, like, trying real hard to, like, keep it alive and everything. But also you can kind of tell when, like, the conversation is, like... I thought uh, it's been a very healthy conversation. Yeah. yeah. And now we've had a few good laughs, too. <laughs> a few good laughs. It is funny how we segue from, like, topic to Oh, topic. that's the most interesting that's, thing. That's it's at least we didn't stay on drinking the whole time. No. Yeah, that God. was, like, near that the end. Like 70% yeah. I mean, they of they were good, first they were good stories. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, yeah, it is super interesting to see how, like, you go from one thing to another, and then you're like, wait a minute, how did we start talking about this? Yeah, I, I thought about it. I was noticing it when we, we went from, I think, think talking about work yeah into painting yeah into, uh, i don't know maybe i can't remember oh yeah that's funny though yeah cool but all right part two cool part two completed part three to take place in a few months from now yeah, yeah. <laughs> all righty thank you guys thank, thank you, you guys, guys.